listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Goodbye, Pogues! Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I... I, I said the wrong thing. I, I did the... Oh, I meant to say hello. It's okay. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's the last mistake I'll make on this podcast. Episode. Definitely. I mean, you, what, what more could you do? So anyways, yeah. let's talk about Crow Salvation. Whoa! Ooh. Oh, but folks, this is our mini-sode week, isn't it? Uh, no, um, no. Last week we didn't record because the version of a movie, which was almost impossible right. to find that we found, would not play past 30 minutes. It, it remained unfindable. It seems that even 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 the attempts from from the universe to keep us from obtaining a physical or digital copy of this was persisted, as even the cloud itself got in our way. Yeah, every time I would pause version. the movie, it would restart itself, and I can only watch the first ten minutes of a movie five times before I give up. And I was forty minutes in when the movie suddenly refused to load, uh, and so we we called a mulligan. Um, which I certainly remembered and didn't go a week without attempting to rewatch and then did not go, uh-oh, <laughs> when we sat down. It was pretty great. I sat down and call, or Ben called me to record this and I said, boy, that movie sure was bonkers, wasn't it? And there was a am... long pause. And sometimes that happens because Ben has dogs. And so sometimes I'll say something to him and he doesn't <laughs> reply at all. And I don't take offense to it. I just assume one of them knocks something over and he's turned around. Yeah. Of course. And then there's a little beat where he goes, oh, oh, no. <laughs> that was your reaction, which I feel like is worth it. Just the way you were like, oh, oh, I have no. been, I have been out of high school since, well, for about 20 years now. And so I've been out of college for, you know, uh, 16 years uh, ago. And I felt for the first time in those 16 years, that wave as you sat down in a classroom and someone mentioned, boy, had to work real hard for that test. And you're like, Ugh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, no, I have forgotten something so very important. Um, I felt <laughs> I felt that those palpitations moments ago when folks was like, tough movie. Um, it, so, was, it, it was, though, just so funny, your reaction. It was like just the way you're like, oh. Oh no! This can happen in the world of uh, professional podcasting, of course, and this... even amateur, as we've just. <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, so Pokes and I have uh, uh, come up with an equ- equitable solution. Yeah, we didn't um, want to go two weeks without releasing an episode, so so we're gonna reverse the uh, reverse the order of some our usual sequencing here and do a quick uh, mini episode picking our movie. Just after the Crow movie. So yeah, next so week we'll do you'll have two movies in a row. Next week you'll have Crow. I forget the surname of it, but uh, I'm assuming it's I like think? I assume it's like Horizon of Sadness. Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> Sunset of Gloom, something like that. Um uh, I would and like then the, we'll you know, be doing Crow City of Angels. They should do one like in uh Philadelphia and it could be Crow Brotherly Love. You know, I think that would be a more unique take. And he just goes around being friendly. <laughs> Uh, but we'll be able to uh, pick up another movie right after that, which we'll announce, uh, well, I guess now. Yeah, it really seems like there's no reason to wait. There's not a lot else going on. Uh, usually we do some walk-up, and usually we do some some dancing around the subject, but this is a movie that is just uh, landing on streaming. So for some people, um, namely the two of us, it'll be a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of Marvel fans' first attempts to uh, get to watch it. 
which of course is Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which came out this year. Uh, well, technically 2022, excuse me. Uh, and, I mean, really no point in me going into it. Everyone knows what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a movie. It's it a got, sequel. It got great reviews. And weirdly, despite being perpetually online, I don't know a single thing about it. Like, not one thing. Um, uh, so I'm excited to finally get a chance to watch it. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I heard some light reviews of it. Um uh, Hopefully it proves better than the rest of Phase 4, whatever we're in. Uh, whichever phase this is, it's been sort of a disappointing run. Uh, so hopefully this one is, is the winner. Or if we're going to have to wait for Ant-Man maybe to pull out something. Which is, you know, not a sentence you really want <laughs> You don't really want to rely on. Remember that character we sort of did just to fill in a gap in between films? Everything's hinging on Ant-Man. Um, and the trailer for that film has dropped so recently has yeah, w- way more finally we're seeing some Kang it seems uh-huh. like it's a little la- a little late in phase four to finally get the main villain it does seem odd into the into the property I assume it, I assume he has to be like most of uh, the quantum verse or whatever the fuck it's called because like well, otherwise ex- I've got no clue how they're going to introduce him in like a movie and a half before they do the whatever <laughs> Kang Conquerors or whatever the movie's going to be called. But while Marvel is um, slow burning some yeah resting move- on their laurels for a little bit, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, DC is moving forward now, headed by James Gunn, which is such a bizarre thing to say. Uh, me, me from three years ago would probably be bewildered by that statement um uh three or four years ago but james gunn is uh recently released the forthcoming concepts that the dc universe will be heading towards some tv properties and some film properties all of them well sorry they fall into two columns of hmm interesting and oh no yeah (laughs) oh dear god no i feel like they they fall into oh okay that's not going to be good in no way this ever makes it to HBO Max. <laughs> They'll cancel it before it's done. Uh, so let's 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 quickly slot these properties into the into the, the preceding categories. Uh, Superman Legacy, uh, a Superman movie without Henry Cavill. Uh, uh, Cavill, as as Gunn has put it, he wasn't fired. He just wasn't hired. Interesting. Which um, is like a way of saying <laughs> we're pricks. I, I'll be honest. Um, I did not like any of the Superman movies that they did with Henry Cavill, but I liked Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah. Uh, I just thought the movies were bad. And I gotta be honest, I don't think what's gonna fix the Superman movies is recasting Superman. Because, yeah. like, let's, let's be honest, we went back and watched Superman 1, 2, did we do 3 and 4? We must have. <laughs> I think we've done all of them. I'm pretty sure we've done all of them. Uh, and they're bad. And then Superman Lives, the one with uh, Brandon Roth, bad. They're, they're just not good movies. The plots are really stupid. Uh, like, I mean, the first Superman movie, there's a scene where he uses his x-ray vision to tell Lois Lane what color underwear is, and then he flies her around and she reads, like, a spoken word poem in her head. Like, they're just done. And the whole plot is Lex Luthor sorry. wants to make, like, a real estate deal. It's not a, sorry, it's po- not a movie. Sorry, Pokes. As far as I understand it, you were telling me why they weren't good because I don't. Know. <laughs> I'm super into non-consensual peeping and spoken word. Can we, can we get a clean cut of just Pogue saying that? Like, yeah, nope. <laughs> there went my political career. Uh, hey, hey, Gary, in the sound booth, can you give me just that, please? 
Just give me a cut. Yeah, we have a sound guy. For anybody who's listening to this, the sound guy is me going, I don't feel like editing this. Uh, and show show me how to make up my ringtone. All right, thanks. Um, uh, so <laughs> the next up is a TV property. I'll just skip to that. Uh, and we've got uh, Creature Commandos, an Which... animated series uh, that features Frankenstein and Weasel from that Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> when Ben said, when he told me the premise, I was like, I think I vaguely remember this being a real comic, like, in the 40s. And then he showed me a picture of, like, the concept of the characters, and I was like, nope, not that's not what I was thinking it was. So I may have created my own comic book about uh, monsters fighting Nazis. Yeah, they're, they're a super old property with, like, Wolfman and Frankenstein and other characters, like, fighting in World War II. Uh, it's a pretty absurd premise. I'm, I'm curious about it. So I... I don't know. I'll say interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess we it, should have made a column that's just like, huh. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Third, third, third column, huh. Open huh. it up and huh. Is that a good or bad, uh, huh? I don't know. Uh... Sticking with TV, Waller, uh, which, as you would expect, is a series spinoff uh, focusing on the exploits of Viola Davis's take on Amanda Waller. Which is great, which... because as you remember her from the movie, she played incompetent moron in Suicide Squad, uh, incompetent villain in The Suicide Squad, uh, yeah, so, so some far girl's her... mother in the Peacemaker TV show, and uh... so far her, her participation in DCEU is absolutely fucking up like what if yeah what if trying to be a badass while accomplishing negatives what if nick fury did nothing right (laughs) yeah or imagine like you saw nick fury in that after credit scene uh from like iron man 2 or something and then they gave him a tv show and you're like what i don't know who this character like actually no that wouldn't even work because nick fury is at least interesting i mean this is literally like the person who works with nick fury who like files paperwork and, and yeah. makes up those dossiers Nick Fury looks at. And I want literally put... caused the events of the first Suicide Squad movie and the second Suicide Squad movie. I want to put it in Oh No, but then I read that it has uh, uh, people attached to it from the, the creator of uh, the Watchmen TV series and the creator of Doom Patrol, both really good properties. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful, I guess. I'm optimistic. Uh, I don't get what out of waller we're gonna get because she's not interesting and she's proven to be ineffective and i don't like her as a character so i don't really know yeah that's like Um, sort of the thing i thought was confusing was i was like why would they pick a character who's just really unlikable and who really like i said is just sort of like a corporate you know i mean just like an office worker kind of thing it's like uh, when you watch yeah. a movie about the CIA, it's not about the CIA director sitting in his office. It's about the CIA agent. You know what I mean? Like you're ta- you're essentially taking the person. Like it'd be like if a movie was just about M, and it was just her telling agents where to go. You know, like well, your two o'clock's here. Oh great, I need you to go to Bangladesh and do something that would be really interesting to watch. But after this, you guys are gonna go watch me get tea. What I'm super enjoying, folks, is Brave and the Bold is going to be a Batman film, which is not going to be a sequel to the other Batman film. Yeah, this is... I, I think <laughs> I think this is where, like, the DC... This new version of yeah. the DCU is just like, who cares? We're just going to make movies and see what sticks, which is what they've been doing, and it doesn't work. And that's what's like... I'm so confused. Like, we have to wait continuity. It's uh, so confusing. Let's make like, three versions of the same character. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like what the, the, how they do like Venom and Morbius, where they aren't really 
in the Marvel universe and like kind of are and like it's it's this weird like you know how there's like whenever a huge movie comes out like uh, uh Pacific Rim there's a studio out there that I can't think of the name of that makes like Atlantic Coast you know they make this sort of yeah, like, yeah. Kind of knockoff the Transmorphers yeah it seems like that's what these movies they keep making for DC are. like we have Batman and then we have Batman like it's just this other one I don't get it I don't know what they're doing and they're keeping they're, they're doing this great reboot and then they're keeping Waller and they're keeping you know apparently by the way here's here's another else we can rate yeah. they're keeping Ezra Miller this is um, this is where <laughs> Ben read me this where James Gunn said we think Ezra Miller's Miller's on the mend he kidnapped a child I don't care I don't I mean I, it's great he's getting help but don't give him two million dollars to be in a movie he like and a, what's, physically assaulted another human being and what's insane is if you line up all the the major players in the dce universe like they all have been like leaving for various reasons because they don't like playing batman or because they don't aren't, aren't apparently being welcomed to be playing superman anymore uh or because their characters just ran out of steam but like ezra miller we all thought would phase out of the DCEU because he's proven to be a sick, bad person. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, we thought there was a chance they just wouldn't release the Flash, not be like, let's make a sequel. And if you're rebooting, why keep a person who's already been proven to be so problematic? It's How? Like, it's, it's not like he, he made an off-color joke six years ago and people right. like blackballed it. Like, the dude well, literally like, had a restraining order from a 12-year-old. Yeah, it's like not what happened with James Gunn, where some yeah. people got trigger happy over some old tweets where him he's being edgy and like doing dead baby jokes. They went he's literally committed crimes and yeah, hurt he people. He threatened to murder two separate people, broke into their home, I attempted to kidnap a child and, and her mother, had a restraining order from a twelve year old girl. Like stole I stole the passports so from travelers. Things threaten them with like some sort of input i mean just like holy shit and they're gonna anchor him at the center of this again a reboot that i don't think counts as a reboot if you're keeping like two-thirds of what you already had so i don't really know what it is you're doing i mean i mean we could go on the, the, they're I, doing... you, ben had the perfect statement he made when he was reading this uh, he told me he's like they're welcoming back ezra miller and he's like i would like to have been in the meeting where james gunn was like Henry Cavill, no. <laughs> give me, give me Ezra Miller. Is he out of jail yet? Uh, and, and just a quick rapid fire. They're gonna do the Authority, Warren Ellis's book. I don't know how they're gonna pull that off. Uh, as well as uh, Booster Gold and something called Lanterns, which will be a quote. This is true, de true detective type mystery with the Green Lantern Corps. Which makes me think one of two things. <laughs> They're going to make a like the second season of True Detective, which wasn't very good, or they don't know which TV show is True Detective. The like, only way that would be good is if you put the original True Detective cast into the Green Lantern suits. That's the only reason... I would watch. If you said, all right, we've got two Green Lanterns. They're going to solve mysteries. It's Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. I, I will be honest. If it was literally On their board. characters and he On was still, whatever, I can't remember his character's name. <laughs> and they're just Rustin flying through Cole. space. Yeah, Cole. <laughs> and he's like talking about like how the human race should just kill themselves. And he's like, what's the point of waking up in the morning? Well, I tell myself it's to be the light of the universe. But really, it's my programming. And I lack the constitution for suicide. 
Because I want to see I want to see Rust and Cole face off again. Yeah, I mean, what, I would those moments where they're driving in the car and Rust is just doing those really long conversations. <laughs> I would love that if they were just for some reason in space flying. Yeah, they're in like a giant green Green Lantern car that they've summoned a Green Lantern Lincoln. Yeah, well, which, which, which we all know from their attempts to do the Lantern Corps, all they can do is make shit they've already seen on Earth. Because I just want to see, I just want to see Rustin Cole facing off against Sinestro. Just please give me that. That's all I want in this world. Oh, oh boy, that would be. I would watch that. All right. So I mean. I like James Gunn. I like a lot of the creative uh, entities that they brought into projects, like from Walkman and from, uh, uh, or Watchmen, excuse me. And uh, Walkman is a different property. I would I would watch a, a DC show that's just about Walkmans. It's just all about a Walkman and its oh, various pose. owners. But I must, as I must always ask, who walks the Walkman? Oh my, now that should be a T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> Well, I'd hate to not end it on that, but just a reminder, next week we'll be back with The Crow Salvation, and the following week, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. See you then.